off the band said the ring crew is back for the second night of WrestleMania. Like we said, Pickles is here. Larry's here. Sean, I got double Sean's. I got Sigzilla. We've got opinions. We've got information. What else could you ask for? We're going to kick it off right away, guys. So let's get right into it. Uh, with the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Dirty Dogs themselves, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Let's see. Who are they taking on? Um, Everybody. everybody. <laughs> They're taking on the Mysterios. They're taking on the uh, of the Academy now. The Academy. Alpha Academy. And the Street Profits. Um Larry, who's going to win this one? Well, first, I, I know we're talking about night two of WrestleMania. Is this mm -hmm. technically night three of WrestleMania? Because SmackDown is now being considered WrestleMania SmackDown. Because the Battle Royal is on there, and so is the SmackDown. I, I think this is a week-long WrestleMania at this point. So Ooh, be, that as that. It, <laughs> be that as it may. Um yeah, um, yeah, you know, this is one of those situations kind of reminds me of WrestleMania 20. That, you want to talk about a payday? Because there were so many multi-man matches. Uh, Rabinowitz probably hates WrestleMania 20. There were so many. But, um, you know, I think there's a lot of good talent in this match. A lot of, um, luckily, three, well, two established teams, two just thrown together teams, kind of, sort of. Um, but everyone's got talent. Even Dominic, I still think, has talent um, of all of them. Uh, I think this match for a fatal four-way is going to put on a great show, um, and I'm kind of—I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. Okay, uh, Sean Wall. Uh, I think this will be a really fun match because, yeah, just about everybody can work. I don't think it's going to have it, again. It's good curtain jerker, but I don't think it's going to have me popping out of my seat, being like, "Oh my god, that's the greatest thing since sliced bread." Uh, Radford. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, definitely between Rey Mysterio, Bobby Roode, and Dolph Ziggler. All three of them are incredible in the ring. And I think this is really just kind of trying to push Dominic a little further as far as, you know, somebody, a name who can actually, you know, get something done in the ring. And I hope it works out. But all in all, I think the match is going to be a lot of fun. And uh, the last member here, Pickles Mysterio. Uh, that I am a Mysterio, my brother. By the way, this multi-woman match is going to be very, very <laughs> Oh, a throwback uh, to the first episode. <laughs> but, um, I, I'm okay with this. I honestly would rather see the Street Profits versus Ruben Ziggler one-on-one. -on -one. I'm more of a fan of established teams, and I think those two established teams can really put on a show and if you put them on SmackDown for 15 minutes. Mysterios, okay. I would rather want to see a feud between Ray and Dominic, and I think we will see a feud between Ray and Dominic oh, in the future. That'd be weird. Oh. And uh yeah. Dan has oh. man has Otis fell fallen yeah. since winning oh. that money in the bank briefcase. He's lost Mandy, has lost that the has briefcase. Lost the briefcase. <laughs> and has, and just got lost. Lost Tucker. So Tucker no, got lost. I, I don't know what happened to Otis after last year's mania, which is actually one of my favorite moments of that of that whole mania. Uh this should be interesting, but I, I really hope the street profits are going to be really shining in this match like they should. Let me let me ask you a question because you said you're a fan of established tag teams. 
Technically, I think the Mysterios have been established for all of Dominic's life. Would you consider them an established tag team? <laughs> I don't know if they actually tag. I mean, they tagged a bunch ever since Mysterio almost lost his eye to Seth Rollins. But, uh, well, actually, uh, I stand corrected. He was with uh, Eddie Guerrero at birth and then <laughs> was adopted by Mysterio. Let's not forget. Let's not really forget. So, he got the costume papers. So, yep. I actually hear yeah. child services is going to use that in the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I miss Aaliyah. My favorite SummerSlam. Oh, was that yeah. Okay, now this is something you said uh, tag teams that are put together. Unlike the women's ones, like I said, I like to have a name. I like them to dress alike. It's a tag team. You've got the dirty dogs who are now, you know, dressing alike and their entrance shows it. The Mysterios, like you said, have been together since birth. We'll give you that. Uh, the Academy, the Alpha Academy now, and the Street Profits. I think you have four teams here. Again, I would have liked it if they had made one of them dominant and built the storyline, but you do what you can to get as many people in eyeballs on WrestleMania. So I guess that's what they did, and that's what we're sticking with. Uh Okay, we're going next to well, we're leaving WrestleMania oh. because we're gonna talk Bye. about we're gonna talk about KO Mania, Kevin Owens Ooh. versus Sami Zayn with yes. Logan Paul maybe somewhere no. lurking in the background. No. Larry. No. Yeah, fight Owens, fight. Um, you know, it's weird. At first I thought this was thrown together. Like we talked about on last episode, like Braun and Shane was just thrown together real quick for no reason. I kind of felt like this match was just thrown together for no reason. But then I remembered they have such a history going back before WWE, which obviously WWE, you know, some most of the fans or some of the fans will not realize that. I get it. But for actual like hardcore wrestling fans, yeah, this match could have been booked day of but still would have that impact of a feud because of the history of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, I think they will shock everyone because they're going to put on, you know, like they always say, you always put on a great match. Like with, like when brother, like actual siblings wrestle or best friends wrestle because you know each other that well. That's right. what's going to happen here. You know, Sammy and, and, and Owens have been married to each other basically since before ROH. And um, again, you can book this day of and it's still going to have that momentum feel like they've been feuding for years, which they technically have. This um, might steal this might steal the evening. Possible. Sean Radford. Uh, I'm definitely going to um, say this is going to be match of the weekend. Um, I've seen them. I've seen them face each other in Ring of Honor in person, and it was some of the greatest hard-hitting, most oh god, like moments I've ever I've ever had. You know, face to face. Yeah, uh, to be perfectly honest, I didn't even know this match existed until you just brought it up, and now I'm really excited about it. This is going to be fantastic. And the only thing I would ask, but I doubt it would it would never happen. Can Can Sammy come out as? Uh, with, with the Luchador mask on. I was the I I was waiting for him to mention something yeah. about El Generico. You're, you're right, good. Sean. I was waiting. That'll that'll never happen because I would love to see him even just enter the ring wearing the Generico mask, 
not say a damn word or make any reference to it, and then just have them peel it off and let's let's go to town for twenty minutes. Yep. Like that would be off the chain. Um, okay. Yeah. Pickles. Well, guys, I don't know what you're talking about. Sammy Zayn and El Generico have never been in the same place. It's nice to see Kevin True. Owens have a different chemistry True. with a different person. Uh, uh, you're right. Uh, Stupid uh, me. Um, he, does, he does make a valid point. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. Very much. They've never seen it in the same place. I have no idea. No, uh, no idea. Talking about. Batman the syndrome. WWE has never signed the generic Luchador. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. uh, for this match, I think Owens is now almost like... First of all, Owens Zane, we've seen a ton, especially when Owens came in from NXT to the mm-hmm. WWE, feuded with Zane for the NXT title. They fought at a bunch of pay-per-views. They were part of that ladder match at WrestleMania 32. They're very good together. Absolutely. I think Owens, I like to see him get a world title sometime in the next year. His feud with Roman was excellent early in this calendar year. I don't know what Sami Zayn is. I know Zayn took a long time away from the ring. I don't know if it was because of injuries. He was pretty much a manager almost all of 2019 and most of 2020. I think Conspiracy Theory Zade is the best character <laughs> I've seen of Zade in a long time. Uh, I don't know where the end game for this is, but if the, end, if the end game is anything kind of like the character, I'm really excited. Match will be fine. Again, I don't trust the WWE because this is a stacked night. I don't trust the WWE's booking of this match. It's just the way I feel, but this will be interesting if allowed to be. Hey, Sean, what? Quick question. What's the over under at the last second they go ladder match? (laughs) Probably under. Nothing them to fight for, but I I know what you're hinting at. Yeah, because they had the best uh, ladder matches in Ring of Honor. Uh, That being said, yeah, no, this could be another one of those uh, sleeper contenders for like match of the year. Does KO jump off the sh- the pirate ship? He wanted to do it last year. Will he jump off the pirate ship this year? If yes. they have enough Clorox to do that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that's going to be tough. And I'm also going to say Sammy gets power bombed on the lip of the ring at least twice. Okay, I say a hundred. Oh, that's a different. I'm sorry, wrong match. Wrong match. Wrong match. So the number of comparisons would be like how many power bombs next to how many swings. You know, Saturday against Sunday. What's good? Okay. I really want to see somebody just bring back the um, top rope brain buster. Right. Luck on that one. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see that on Wednesdays. Well, let's see. A match and. I have to say a match because I'm sure there will be a match involved as the fiery fiend has come back. Oh. Bray Wyatt to take on Randy Orton. Uh, Sean Law, go ahead. What do you, what do you think is going to happen here? I mean, we've seen this how many times before? This feels like the same. I don't know what it is about Randy Orton, and when they find somebody he works well with, they just work them together to death. It was like, how many times have you seen? (laughs) How many times have you seen Orton and Cena? No, too many. 
And I feel like they're doing the same thing with Wyatt Orton, where it's like they had an amazing cinematic match. They worked. And now they're just like, all right, what, what can we do again? Orton's here. Do the same thing again. Just just do it again. It was good. Just do the good thing again. We well, don't he's, need been around for, just... he's been around for 20 years. Almost everybody you put him up against is, well, he's already done that. He hasn't wrestled the street. There's a lot of people he ha- I haven't seen him have a feud with. There's well, him and McIntyre was amazing. Talent. Yeah. There's a lot of new talent and young talent he could be working with, but they are... I mean, it's it's a huge main event feud, but it's also this thing of, like, I saw that huge main event feud. You're boring me. Well, Pickles, um, here's a conspiracy theory. Uh, he's fighting the fiend, but it's actually Bo Dallas as the fiend. <laughs> we've we've I've heard that before. Uh, I I I just this is so. First of all, I'm going to take a left turn here. Orton books a lot of his own feuds. He has the power to do that now. And the strange, I'll say it, the strange shit that has been involving from this feud is innovative. Is it good? I don't know. But I've, I've been trying to ask myself that a lot. But it's innovative, and I like it a lot. This match will probably not be a match. I think Orton burned Wyatt in December. I can't believe I just said that line out loud. Uh, I think this is a match to kind of reestablish Wyatt a little bit as a contender. I've heard rumors that this feud is going to keep going, Sean, just so just to kind of really get you under your skin. Uh, but there's a lot of, again, money to be made in the fiend. And I think it's time to uh, see what he can do, especially with this new burn char rebirth of Jason character that he has really come up with. They're already hey, selling Sean. the mask. Sean Radford. Um, yeah, I think I think this will turn out to be like um, everybody's entrance all wrapped up into one. It's going to be a major fiasco of pyrotechnics and fire and brimstone and all this crazy shit. And, you know, frogs are going to fall from the sky and it's going to be awesome. And because I really like both these guys and I think they have awesome matches together and everything like that. But when it's all said and done, I really feel like this entire storyline is just to push what's their name. And I can't believe I forgot. Alexa her name. Bliss. Alexa Bliss. Yes. Because I think every single promo and every single on air during Raw, like everything she has done so far, it's like, listen, we don't want to put a strap on her right now because the straps are busy at the moment. However, this chick has so much freaking talent. Let's put her with two people that can tell a story and do all this wild and crazy stuff and just let it go. And they've been letting it go for a really long time. And the entire time it has been incredibly entertaining. So yes. I'm all for it. Props to her. Props to everything she's done. I have yeah. never seen a woman carry a feud without one of the other people there for over three months. Yes. Yep. And and sticking her with Randy Orton and having them go back and forth in the ring and everything like that has has just been worth the price of admission. It's it's been awesome. Bliss is Larry? easily one of the oh. ten pulls of the company now. Oh yeah, no, no. Bliss, sure. Bliss has been carrying the feud, uh, shockingly, um, which is awesome. Don't get me wrong, uh, absolutely fantastic. I've been a Bliss fan since day one, but her, how she's kind of been, you know, in the beginning, 
it's weird, you know, in this is crazy world of professional wrestling that we love, you know, a lot of it is suspending reality. Um, and then like we get to this feud and I'm like, oh, come on. They're doing all demonic stuff and everything. And then I'm sitting back and go, I'm an idiot. This is, it's wrestling. You know, <laughs> Papa Shango did it before and everything and, and stuff yeah, like that. So right. once I got over that, I'm like, all right, wake up and just enjoy it for the sake of enjoying it. Um, yeah, Bliss has been amazing, uh, carrying this. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how Orton and the Fiend can work in a not, this is, I think this is their first non-cinematic match. Um, because you know, the, the Firefly firehouse okay. match or whatever it was, that was cinematic. And I think a couple other ones, one other one that they did was cinematic, I think. Um, so, and I don't have a problem with cinematic matches, but now that we're starting to come out of that era, can the two of them work now without that little bit of a crutch of being a cinematic match? Um, they put on a good match at WrestleMania 31 for the title. So even when you know when he started, you know, uh, putting the images on the ring mat, that was so stupid. <laughs> that was so <laughs> fucking stupid. Didn't I just say suspend reality? But, <laughs> no. No. but in mean, any of if you can if you can realize and, and take it to heart that Randy Orton didn't go to prison for arson. Um, you have to be able to believe everything. <laughs> Honestly, there's a Burned difference. Out, down and posed in front of it, like straight up. <laughs> yeah. There's about suspending reality. There are times that you look at these things and go, why don't they just call the cops? I mean, come on. (laughs) By the way, there is a difference from suspending reality and putting a projection of maggots onto the <laughs> ring. I, I think it needs to be, if you're going to suspend reality, it needs to be a little bit higher than just putting mm. random projections <laughs> on the ring in a nine-minute match. Yet Kane can go to the ring, throw his arms up in the air, and pop fire from all four ring posts. And and that's fine. Like, <laughs> yo, listen, I like a bolt, but that's just me. Sure and we have seen Kane... Do it from not the ring post, but also from garbage cans and other places. <laughs> he can just oh, yeah. do this and but, yeah. but, but you know, I meant I mentioned it the last time on one of these ring crew shows. I want to move to the state that Kane's representing just so I can vote for him again. Election. But that being said, the the maggots was interesting if they just did it once. But that I believe they showed it multiple. They did a couple times, of different things, yeah. And it lost its effect after the first time. Bottom line, this is going to be a good match, and I think Bliss is going to have a lot to do with it. Absolutely. Actually, now that Bliss is here, yeah, I'll say it. It adds a huge uh, freshness to it. So, yeah, this could be good. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, the women's tag team titles will be defended as we'll finally have Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax defending against, <clears throat> pardon me, the winner of night one, who our consensus, at least, was the Riot Squad. Now, Pickles, if that is the case, who's winning? I mean, well, is it is it the right match? You know, the, is the Riot Squad the right pick? Uh, if, if you listen to part one, I was the only one that went against uh, that. I think, I think if that match happens, I want. I think the Riot Squad should win, and I think it would be the right match because they're really the established tag team, and they really haven't been re- rewarded for the efforts of being a tag team, even back in the days when they uh, appeared as page 
no, I don't know if no, they didn't appear by themselves on SmackDown, just beating the hell out of everybody straight from NXT. I when they like, had Sarah Logan, yeah, yeah, I love the Nia Shayna pairing. By the way, oh as yeah, as much as I want Shayna <laughs> to go for a title because I think Shayna can work her ass off in the ring, and she has really done a good job bringing her MMA style to the ring. I yes. love the fact that they're a tag team, but they're not a tag team. I love the fact that they have two completely different styles. And I think Nia works his best as kind of a foil, or not kind of a foil, but kind of as a cold tag, so to speak, when you're dealing with a heel tag team. That can just kick your ass. I love this tag team. I think for the sake of both of their careers, they're not going to be in the tag team for too much longer because I think both women's divisions have a little bit of a depth issue, as we'll talk about in a second. Uh, but I, I think they can actually carry a match, at least crowd-wise. And I think that's what you're doing here. So, Larry, before you, you picked the Riot Squad, right? I did, yeah. Okay. Who do you think, though, would be the best matchup for Shayna and Nia? Uh, honestly, I think the best matchup would be uh, Tamina and Natty. Uh, I think that's just four powerhouses. Well, three powerhouses and a monster who just punches people in the face and gets yeah. them legitimately hurt. But, um, you know, four tremendous talents uh multiple generations uh Shayna Baszler just the talent that she it drives me nuts that she's been jobbing on TV uh the way she does I'm not saying she has to be undefeated but um yeah that would be the way to go I think would be Natty and Tamina um but I think the Riot squad since pairing up again actually since her return I feel like Liv Morgan has really stepped up her game for yep. her since she's returned, um, and Ruby Riot, you know she's had the indie scene, so she's always been, she's always been on the scene. Um, so I think the two of them have the talent. Don't get me wrong; I'm not saying that they should just do it. I think they have enough talent to take on Shayna and, uh, and Nia. Uh, and I think, and I'm sure Law may answer this. Uh, I think Ruby and Baszler have a little bit of indie history, maybe. So meaning Ruby they at least they. Yeah, Baszler and, and Ruby Riot have they wrestled? I thought they had a feud once somewhere. I could be wrong on that. I am wrong on that, it looks like. But in any event, um, <laughs> I think it's going to be a tremendous match. Okay, well, John Watt? I thought Baszler came straight from UFC. I didn't she know had she some did indies. No, she had some up. indies. She had some indies. Okay. But in any event. Um, anyway, then, in which case, I don't know. However... Uh, yeah, I really want to see the Riot Squad get it because Ruby Riot, I think, deserves it. Um, she's been around for a while now, and she everything she's done has been pretty good. And Liv Morgan, I think, has actually been really crushing it in everything they've given her. Um, so I think the two of them together, plus Baszler, just about you know, three fourths of that pie is pretty friggin' great. And then there's one liability that can go, go either way. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Sean Radford. Um, all right. Let me see if I can come up with an answer. It's not as vague. Um, <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't really like Shayna Baszler and, um, uh, Nia Jax as a tag team. I think Shayna should be in 
Sasha Banks's position and character personally, um, because I think she fills the shoes way better. Um, and I've said it before, but I think Nia Jax is just the Bella Twins done the fusion technique. Um, <laughs> and uh, but as a whole, um, you know, oh, okay, yeah, no, I want that. Um, I would, I think the Riot Squad uh, should be the winners of the first night and should take the straps from them the second night and dominate as a tag team champions. Uh, and that's pretty much it. By the way, shout out, by the way, to the true MVP of the SmackDown Women's Division, at least so far in 2021, Reginald, who has carried <laughs> so many feuds and has had so many good storylines. He can wrestle and he is going to be a star. I don't know exactly where he might go back to NXT and challenge for the North American or Cruiserweight Championship. Shout out to Reginald. <laughs> Okay. Wait. Um, just just wait until he gets a very long twenty four seven championship run and just kind of dominates everybody, and then right. yeah. You know he what? Might be I, the one who takes I would it. like to see those matches against r Truth and Reginald in the ring. Sure, I would see that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, I had picked Lana and uh, uh, Lana and Naomi because I think of the storyline that they're doing. When it comes to the Riot Squad, I love them. I love the three of them when they appeared. I thought Ruby was destined to be a champion. And watching Liv improve is amazing. And the fact that they didn't give them a shot earlier and sustain their success week to week, I think is a crime. I think they are that good. And... Um, Next to breaking up the Iconics is the stupidest thing they've done. Mm. But they are going to do what they Agreed. do. Okay. Um, staying with Championship Gold because Night 2 is just filled with championships. We're going to talk about... Uh, pardon me one second while I get my voice back. <laughs> <laughs> Pause for edit. <laughs> uh, yep. Let's see. We are going to go to... The Intercontinental Champion, Big E, <laughs> versus Apollo Cruz in a Nigerian drum fight. Where, from what we understand last night, means you just beat up your opponent until, like a drum. So it means nothing. I, it has nothing to do with a drum. Sean Radford. <laughs> um, I really really like biggie in every state of the situation um i think him having a title is awesome and i love every single promo he's cut and i love his kind of yeah keep talking attitude i'm gonna shut you up watch out you know that kind of deal like i think this is gonna be really really good and uh apollo is quite the high flyer for his size and uh yeah i think it's gonna be a good time I just wish Biggie put on some goddamn knee pads, but that's it. <laughs> Other than that, that that will be a quality match. Hey, Larry. I've been uh, a little nervous whenever Apollo Cruz comes out because I don't know <laughs> whose idea it was pitched to Apollo's or if it was Apollo's idea. Um, always a little weary. With that being said, a Nigerian drum match. I know. It's just going to be a bunch of drums around the ring, and one of them is going to be bashed over the head of somebody. Uh -huh. uh, gimmick aside, uh -huh. 
I would love to see Apollo with the Intercontinental title. Talent-wise, Apollo absolutely, positively has the talent to be Intercontinental Champion. Just drop the accent, and I'm good to go. And I'll I'll take everything else. I'll believe everything else. Just because you discovered your family was royalty doesn't mean naturally you now have an accent. I mean, Kofi dropped his. So, you know. uh, With that being said, though, these two have had some great matches. And... In the modern era, let's face facts, the uh, uh, um, the feud's been going for a while, so it's got some legs on it. And um, actually, I kind of wish they didn't have the match in Fast Lane. I feel like it would put a little more emphasis on this one yes. if they didn't fight at Fast Lane. Um, but I figured, you know, throw a gimmick into it, and then it makes it feel better. Bottom line, these two have been working tremendous. I haven't seen as much. Um, What's what I'm looking for out of Big E? Like the 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 ferocity out of Big E, you know, going biblical and stuff like that. I am loving this Big E right now, and I've liked him before. So um, these they're t- they're bringing the best out of each other, and even with this gimmick match, I think they're still going to be able to put on a tremendous show. Sean Hill, Hale, been awesome ever since he was Dolph Ziggler's bodyguard. Sorry, just true, true. It's. Um, I- this is going to be interesting because Big E is actually quietly probably one of the most athletic guys on the roster. He can do the splits. He's incredibly, he's in amazing shape. Apollo Cruz is an athletic freak up there with Lesnar who can do shooting star standing shooting star presses and also do a f- uh, fireman's now fireman's carrier a gorilla press. It's he, it's two genetic freaks. This could be again another one of those sleeper match of the year, match of the night sort of matches. What the fuck is a Nigerian drum match? It's when you beat up your opponent like a drum. You just beat him so bad. Like a drum. That's what does that mean? There's going to be drums around ringside. I can bet yeah, you dollars but, to donuts. But, there's going to be drums around ringside. Be, the, I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow nothing. or whenever. I, you know, I appreciate what they're trying to do with Apollo Crews because they've always had difficulty getting him character and really getting him to work. Why was he not a part of the Hurt business with Bobby? Le- like. Get him a mouthpiece, and I think that's when he's done well. I like, wasn't he teaming with um, Ricochet? Uh, uh, Ricochet, but uh, wasn't he Kira Tozawa at one point with Titus O'Neil? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was yes, yeah, yes. Titus Worldwide, yeah. That was a few that's years ago, right. yeah. I, I liked that. I thought that was good. I thought that brought a bit of character out of him. Um, so if this just feels kind of bizarre to me, but the, the this should at least be a slobber knocker. Okay, pickles, hail Wakanda, go. So while I will show you the steel of this uh, championship match, <laughs> uh, so odd. Yeah, I think first of all, I actually really appreciate what the E is doing with Big E. I think they're bringing him along slowly. I think they're going to set him up for big things in this next WrestleMania year. And mm-hmm. I would be, I would not be surprised if by WrestleMania 38 or even by SummerSlam that he is going for the world heavyweight title. That being said, 
Apollo was showing a mean streak. We talked about this on our last podcast, the Rumble podcast. Apollo was showing a mean streak. Apollo was doing great matches. He came out basically asking for a title match like a jackass, even though he had lost three times and had been pinned in a triple threat match. And that was the type of character I thought Apollo should do. Just kick people's ass and basically whine that you keep losing and then eventually get your title match after beating the hell out of Biggie like you did with the steel. And then you decided to go with the Nigerian accent (laughs) and go full Nigerian with your angle. Again, sometimes it's like Vince McMahon just comes up with these ideas late at night or the bookers come up with this idea late at night and it's like, let's do that. I don't know. I had a dream. (laughs) You know what's going to be really funny is when they start referring to him as like King and they just slap the Booker T storyline. <laughs> Booker? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna All be hell, King Cruz! He's going to have a bad accent, oh. and, you know, he's going to come out with some chick being all like, oh, hell, King Apollo forever. <laughs> and they're like, oh, hell, shut the hell up. Like, you know, it'll, they'll just revert to 2007 and be all good. Uh, yeah, so I'll full Nigerian. They'll bring out Triple H one day and go, when did you get the accent? I don't remember. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but I think but, this, um, re- this match, this match is going back to what we said with Lashley and Sheamus. It's just two big guys yeah. who are a, a lot more athletic, mm-hmm. than, uh, but it's going to be a great match. I mm-hmm. hope they let it really go. I, I agree with Larry. Somebody's getting a drum over the head. <laughs> But I, I really hope that's not like how the match ends because they had a match where um, they were both bumping each other with steel steps and knocked each, el- uh, each other oh, out, yeah. Yeah, which was entertaining. But then the match is over and nobody wins. Yeah. So yeah. here's hoping we all win. Okay, moving on. The U.S. champ, Riddle. And I'm going to call him that Riddle because just seeing Riddle is a Dixie Cup. To me, so, no. <laughs> so Matt Riddle versus Seamus uh, Pickles. What do you think? Since you're you're waving a finger. So first of all, Iron, you actually got it wrong. The match where the two people knocked each other with the steel steps was Drew McIntyre Seamus. Oh, was Raw. it? Okay, I'm wrong. And the reason why I'm going to do that, and I don't like correcting people, is because Seamus has been freaking awesome over these last five months. I know people. Yes hated him on the internet especially when he had that reign with the title back in 2015 ever since kind of in the last year he's gotten himself back into shape he is not only a monster in the ring he can put on a match with almost anybody he could wrestle jeff hardy in a barroom brawl he can put on a match with riddle in the middle of a raw and really do it and that's one of the reasons why they're being paired together here i have changed my opinion on Seamus 1,000% in the Wait, last and, year. And his accent is real. So Yes, his go. accent oh, yeah. is very real. <laughs> oh, yeah. And for the love of God, Riddle is so ridiculous. It's almost like having a pothead on the damn roster with his it scooter. Is. What do you mean? Like? <laughs> well, that's true. A, a sexual harassing pothead. Aww. So, please, for the love of God, Seamus, Kick Riddle's head off. 
Okay, Larry, you've got a finger up. Go you know. You know, Riddle has been, you know, with with the scooter, you know, Riddle and the and the world uh, U.S. title. Uh, uh, you know what? I uh, forget it, guys. I uh, forget it. <laughs> Never mind. What? No opinion. <laughs> no, no one watched. No one watched Raw. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> but he just completely forgot his life. I mean, it was as epic as Sid. Oh, let's do it again. We're live, pal. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Riddle said, oh, no, we're not live when he was walking off. Oh, God. Anyway, um, I wanted to do that. Uh, but I think the match is going to be really good. Look, Riddle, I, 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 you know, Riddle in Evolve, where he started off, where I saw him, tremendous talent, first WWN champion down there. Um Riddle has what it takes. I think he's one of the best sellers right now, unless they're really beating him up. He is a tremendous seller, which, you know, that's that's half the game. Um, and like uh, Rabinowitz said, Sheamus has been, at least, at least his feud with McIntyre, maybe chalked up what I said last, uh, earlier, when you're best friends, you just go at it more because you trust each other. Um, but I think these two, it's just gonna, and I love a good hard hitting match. I'm not a flippy floppy guy. I love hard hit matches. So this one, I'm definitely looking forward to. I'm always happy to see titles defended at WrestleMania. Thanks, Sean. Uh, math, Sean. <laughs> uh, this is, I think it's going to have the, uh, highest possibility of the matches over the two nights to have somebody actually hurt. Like a dislocated jaw, like that oh, wow. hour match, <laughs> because Riddle can he at a UFC he's done actual mixed martial arts and he can hit like a some bitch and same with Sheamus, so I could see them just like you're talking hard hitting. I could see them just leaning into it, trying to get the best out of each other, and them just walking away both on stretchers. Wow, uh, Sean Radford. I'm going to make okay. a comment for you. You just can't wait for uh, Riddle to put on shoes, right? Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. no. It goes way beyond that. Okay, so <laughs> two things. We'll start with the good parts. The good part is I've been a fan of Sheamus since I saw him, you know, basically debut in ECW. My reaction was, holy crap, who is that white-out colored giant bastard? <laughs> and that's, that's that. Riddle, on the other hand, looks like he's always missed his curtain call. Like, he doesn't even have his ring attire on. He's got no knee pads on or shoes. He's coming out in a pair of drawers. And he just kind of ran with him. Uh, yeah. In ring, in, in ring talent, he's incredible. He needs some shoes. He needs some knee pads. He can keep the shorts. That's that. Um, his character wise, I think is fantastic. And all in all, he's good. It's just his, uh, yeah, his in ring attire. I just can't do it. I'm on click. But uh, yeah. Should be uh, should be entertaining because I think they're both going to go back toe to toe and have a really good match. All joking aside, yes. The 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 when when Riddle gave up on the live on the live promo and he just walked off. Mm-hmm. I'm actually afraid that's going to be detrimental to him. Like oh, I feel well. like yeah, I feel like because of that, um, you know, it might either be like a squash match or something like that. So mm-hmm. I'm a little worried. I'll give predictions later, but that I'm a little concerned that this match may have been sacrificed a little bit because of that. Uh, like it has been said before, Seamus has gotten in amazing shape. It was also said before that when he was with the bar with Cesaro, that's when I looked at the two of them and said, oh my God, 
this is really something really sad when they broke them up. He came back. Uh, Steve had mentioned when he held the title before, it was like, okay, it's just a big guy who hits people. He has expanded everything about him. His promos are better. His wrestling is better. Selling is better. Everything about him is better. He deserves this. Now, Riddle, who has all the God-given talent in the world, and it's a character, everyone chants bro, is kind of grating on me. I, I got to tell you, it's one of those, it came on and you're like, okay. And now it's sort of like, can you get in the ring and wrestle? Because I'm sick of bro Derek and floating bro and just wrestle, just wrestle. Um, Pickles, you had something to add? I only am waiting for the day when MSK, the former Rascals, uh, come up to the main roster and them and, R- and Riddle perf- have this little stable where they're all going to continuously forget <laughs> lines, <laughs> pretend like they're acting, and just basically be just doing a lot of pot in the back and, yeah. and all of their promos are going to show that. I cannot wait for that day. Otherwise, get Riddle out of my face. So it'll yeah, be like that- this? It'll be like this then? No, it's your line. No. Yeah, all of that will come up and be fresh as hell the week after Vince McMahon is dead and buried. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) One, one, you're you're talking about potheads. He ain't having that. Two, you're talking about younger talent actually making a name and doing something that they did on a different scene. And three, you're looking at a faction. And what we just saw with the Hurt Business, no factions in the WWE, fellas. Uh. (laughs) It's, yeah, because the thing that you're missing about Brittle's character from the indies and the reason he dresses that way is because he was actually an MMA fighter and MMA fighters wear nothing because the clothing can be used against them in a fight. That's how uh, Gracie lost in Japan was he had his gi on and the guy used the gi against him because he was just in draws. (laughs) That's it's it's an actual thought. Ladies and gentlemen, the more you know. Na, 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 na. The fact that I hate dudes don't wrestle in shoes or knee pads. You know, I, I, what can I tell you? I, I, no, I, I, like Brian, I like Brian Kendrick after he put on some goddamn shoes. But it, it's there is an actual character and logic there that they just don't highlight. That he was and dressed and acted like an actual MMA fighter. That's that's cool in the gang, man, but it does not change my perspective on the world. So yeah. Oh yeah. I think it's more of a failure to um, him than it. Anyway. Okay, guys. uh, Larry, Steve, Sean Radford. um, We're gonna take a break for a minute because I'm bringing up the women's uh, championship match, (laughs) uh, where it will be Rhea Ripley. Against Oscar. Now yeah. all I have to say is Sean Wall, take it away. <laughs> Someone's been reading my erotic fan fiction. <laughs> uh, this is like I'm so hyped because Rhea Ripley is like uh, one of my favorite female wrestlers. I think she has a great character. I think she's great in the ring. Oscar's the best of everything of all time. So I'm just really excited. <laughs> I have to ask you, um, Sigzilla versus Asuka, who wins? Ooh. Asuka. <laughs> okay. Sigzilla's going to take the 24-7 title. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I, I think for Sean Law, the greatest thing that happened, I think, was uh, um, Andrade's getting released and Charlotte getting COVID because basically I think that's what opened the door for Rhea Ripley to get in there. Yep. Well, there was the report that um, there was a false pregnancy. Yep. Uh, oh, I didn't hear about that. For Charlotte. That's what Andrade said. <laughs> then they sent her to the doctor. Uh, oh, then they found out about she COVID. Was not pregnant. So then, the, the, I don't know. It's like the <laughs> timelines aren't matching. It seems like, well, Andrade wanted his release. We're going to punish you a little bit. But uh, as usual, I, I, that's your yeah. It's kind of like what you know, Lacey Evans. You can time these things, all right? You were getting your push from Mania. You mm-hmm. could have timed it a little better. I don't. I don't have kids, so I don't know what it's like. But anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not having sex tonight. It's <laughs> <laughs> just wait a couple of months. Good lord. But um, let me ask you, Sean Law. Let me ask you: Do you have any fear of Charlotte, like coming out of nowhere and making this a triple threat? Ooh, not Burning until you just said attention. that. Oh man. <laughs> If she does, I hope they turn it into a vaccine on a pole match. <laughs> <laughs> Two out of three falls. <laughs> Two out of three vaccines. The turn of first, Johnson and Johnson second. And then like, yeah, and then like what? What? Uh, a month later, they have a uh, return match for the second shot. <laughs> WrestleMania brought to you by Moderna. <laughs> you know. Oh, man. I had Pfizer. I'm okay. Keep it current. Keep it current. Okay. Uh, Radford, anything about the match other than the vaccine on a pole coming? <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Who, wait, who is it? It's Oscar versus who? Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Yeah, that uh, that'll be a good time. You know, they're both uh, they're both really talented. Um, yeah, be all right. Can I throw this out to the group? Is this another situation? Um, kind of like how I think most of us feel uh, with Drew McIntyre possibly winning the title is kind of like, hey. This should have been you last year. We're going to do this for you this year because it's fans. Is this maybe a situation again for Rhea where, you know, you know, gearing up to perform in front of all this crowd last year and then, you know, things went the way they did. So is this maybe like a here, Rhea, we're going to give you, you know, this opportunity again? I think to a certain extent, yes, because she wasn't getting that push until this moment but i think they've all they've been keeping her lukewarm as they like all right if anything happens to the current a she's she's plan b and when plan a phases out we'll gotcha. bring her up because um, charlotte can't do anything with plan b because she's keeping oh, it, so. oh, oh, wait, no, she got oh, the oh my uh, bad, my look bad. at that on your feet hey Nichols, you want to respond <laughs> I'm shocked that WWE just didn't take Charlotte. Hey, take a Z pack and get back in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll be all right. Just make sure you keep your mask on in the ring, lady. WrestleMania. You gotta get it done. Okay. You'll be just like El Sabra. Okay, hold on a second. Before, let's actually talk about real, real wrestling in this situation. Um, remember, Rhea was runner up in this year's Royal Rumble. He, she actually was the last one that Bel Air eliminated. Mm-hmm. And uh, since Be- uh, in the last two years after the Royal Rumble runner up in the women's has gotten the title shot, I think this could be built better. I don't like the fact that I think the WWE doesn't plan anything. 
especially with the rumors of how this card has been bounced around so much this year. I think this is definitely not the last time they're going to face. They are going, I think Rhea and Asuka are going to face off many, many times in the next five to six months, and we're going to enjoy all of it. I'm very appreciative that we're kind of getting UK Rhea Ripley character, Mm. the one that is basically a B towards everything, the one that (laughs) will just flip the table into Asuka. Oh, yeah. yeah, We'll accept this tag team title match next week. I love that character. I think Rhea obviously lost a lot off her fastball last year when she did the J-O-B to Charlotte Flair and then did the J-O-B again to EO twice. But Mm -hmm. I I think this is Rhea's really redemption mania. I expect, but I think this outshines everything on the card except for one match. I think uh, what has been said by everybody is correct. I think Rhea is owed something for putting over other people and taking away some of the shine to herself. I think Asuka is so good that she has she has a great match no matter who she's facing, a powerhouse, uh, a technical wrestler, it, no matter what, Asuka entertains. So Asuka can actually, uh, I, I think this is going to be a really good match. I look forward to it. But not as much as... Wait, can we just take two seconds oh. to say Asuka's promos, even in full just Japanese, are really passionate and amazing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's one of the reasons why she's in this position this year, because rumor had it, Vince is like, I love these Japanese promos. <laughs> it's time to push her to the moon. And I'm, I hate the fact that that's the reason that it actually happened, but it did, and we're happy for it. To the no, moon. I really would love translations, though, because for all we know, she's saying is, I have to go to the store and get eggs and milk. And <laughs> so now her and EO trick us. It could be. So, okay. Uh, anything else to say before we get to the grand championship here? Okay. For the universal championship, Roman Reigns, the head of the table. Yeah. Uh, versus... <laughs> The Hall of Famer, Edge, versus Daniel Bryan. And uh, apparently we're just reliving WrestleMania 30. So uh, for Daniel Bryan, um, Sean Law, what do you think? This is probably one of the more interesting builds I've seen because everybody has a fairly good story going into this and is interesting in their own right. Um, I love I, I, the Roman Reigns storyline has been pretty solid, in my opinion, um, with the head of the table, Paul Heyman, all that jazz. Uh, but then I like how they're building Edge and Daniel Bryan and didn't see Daniel Bryan coming. And Daniel Bryan has a great little vicious streak to him. And I also just like Edge and Bryan can work. Roman can work if he wants to. This could be an amazing match between story, work rate, everything. Uh, Larry, uh, I agree with Sean Law. Um, you know the the it's been building technically since the Rumble. Uh, you know when Edge won, uh, and then taking it from there. Um, Roman Reigns, I have liked heel Roman this whole time. Um, I think it was the turn that we all were waiting for and wanted and, and deserved. 
Um, and with Daniel Bryan, you know, he's even said it himself. Is this his last run? Again, it could be just a situation. Hey, Daniel, thank you very much. We'll give you one more shot at the title at Mania. Um, but it does have that WrestleMania 30 feel. But a lot of these matches so far have had past Mania feels. So I'm not going to factor that in. Um, I'm just going to say that going into it, you know, Daniel Bryan has a history of defeating two major, uh, bigger guys, uh, legends in their own time, if you will. So it's to me, I think as much as it's triple threat, um, all three guys are going into this with great momentum and whether or not it might be the last mania for two of them, maybe who knows, uh, we'll see, but going into it. It's gonna. I'm just personally. I'm just tired of Roman main event, main eventing mania. But that is what it is. I'll deal with it accordingly. I will roll with the punches. Hey, Sean Radford. Um, did they do the right thing by adding Daniel Bryan? Couldn't have just been a great main event with Roman Reigns versus Edge, Spear versus Spear. All right. So here's the deal. First off, screw you, Edge and Daniel Bryan. Both you assholes retiring live on TV and making me cry. And then all of a sudden you come back and now you're main eventing WrestleMania. Um, I love Roman Reigns as the head of the table. All in all, I think this is going to be a really, really good match. But did they, are they, did they screw things up by adding Daniel Bryan? No. I think Roman works better in triple threats. He always has. Um, and uh, I think Bryan is a good kind of go-between bridge you know, wrestling, being able to wrestle both of them. And I think it'll take a little bit of a workload off of Edge because even though he's no longer a broken neck, he still is old as shit. And I don't know if a, uh, you know, five-star pillar-to-post match against Roman would have been the best idea for him. So I think By the way, good, um, think thank you very much for insulting. I think it's going to be great. What? Thank you for insulting the host who is older than Edge. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Uh, pickles. Uh, okay. Uh, I kind of insulted that I didn't think Daniel Bryan was worth a WrestleMania main event one-on-one -on -one match. I liked the character since he won the Elimination Chamber back in February. I don't, I'll tell you why in a second, why I don't think this is like WrestleMania 30. Edge going back to heel these last few weeks has been the piece de resistance of his character. I think mm -hmm. having him uh, also probably losing Christian to AEW really kind of cemented this is the way we want to go with Edge. And I think it's 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 a good character and I hope he can not get another pectoral injury during yeah. his comeback so we can actually see more of Edge in the ring. But again, he's old as shit at 46 years old. So <laughs> I, I'm assuming that he'll get injured again. That's you what know, we all apparently Whatever think. man, wrestlers age like dogs. So Edge yeah, is he looks about like 235. He looks Wait, like on, he's on, 60. One second. How do, how do I mute just for Benowitz? I don't know why, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I have to mute right here, so I can mute you. You can't mute me. Uh, but I actually think this is going to be great for multiple reasons. Number one, Roman is by far the MVP right now of the WWE. He makes everything, I think, more interesting. I think his – I think he has redefined the contract signing – so I'm actually looking forward <laughs> to contract signings more and more. Yeah. And there he is. 
<laughs> there he is now. Uh, but also one thing that I'm really excited about this match, not only can they work together in bunches and triple threat matches, especially main event triple threat matches, are booked tremendously at Mania. I don't know who the hell is going to win this match, and we'll talk about that in the predictions. And unlike WrestleMania 30, when Daniel Bryan could have been put through two tables, could have been incapacitated live on television, or could have had his knife thrown through his chest, you knew he was going to regenerate and eventually put the yes lock on Batista and win the title. I don't have any idea what's going to happen here. And I think a match where you don't know who's going to win makes it even more intriguing. I agree with everything you guys have said. Um, it was a good idea to add Daniel Bryan because once they put in the, this could be my last run, uh, Edge coming in and turning heel made, like you said, this was just the last element that you needed in this to really make this. Roman Reigns has been, well, are, are you going to say he's the EST of the uh, WWE? He might be the EST right now of SmackDown <laughs> since he came back. Okay. Um, again, all three are so strong that no matter the two that lose, will still have main event power, even if they don't have the belt. So I think it's great. So now we'll go to what everybody's waiting for. Who is going to win? And we'll start off with the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Larry, who's going to take this? Um, uh, I'm going to go with the Street Profits regaining the titles. Sean, Law. Uh, who's in the match again? Uh, Street Profits, the Mysterios, yeah, I'm trying to think Academy. And uh, I think they may give it to Otis for the fun of it. <laughs> Pickles? For God's sakes, if they give it to Otis before giving the tag, they need to give the tag team titles to freaking Heavy Machinery. They better not give Otis and Chad Gable the title. But Chad Gable's we're ready, willing, and Gable. Like he's oh, he's pretty God. great. Uh, I'm gonna go Street Profits. I think they just took the titles off of them in the beginning to have them win him back. I think the Street mm -hmm. Profits are money right now in the tag division. Bradford, um, I'm sorry, who's in the match? Mysterios, <laughs> Street Profits, no. the Street Profits. Yeah, no, no. Oh. Well, well. You see, when the question was asked at first, everybody kind of rumble bubbled over it, and I didn't hear it. So, who's in the match again? The Mysterios, right? the Street Ziggler Profits, and Rude, the Mysterios, Otis and Gable. Ziggler and Rude, Ziggler and Rude, all day. They retain. Okay. Uh, I'm going a different route. I'm saying to go along with the push of Dominic, which he hasn't deserved fully yet. They're going to go right away with the Mysterios and get that out of the way. Oh, it's father, son. So Hasn't deserved. He's the only person that's ever been a stipulation in a damn match. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds deserving to me. Well, if they have done the plan B on a pole, I'd laugh. He's the only male who's been a stipulation to match. This is true. Females haven't passed around all the time. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's like valets and stuff. They're determining whose blood relatives. Come on, it goes deeper than that. Like, you know, okay. and, uh, the only thing even close was what? Judy Bagwell on a pole? Like, exactly. Yeah. Family members? Shit. Yeah. Okay. No, uh, for the women's tag team titles, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax versus Undetermined. Uh, Pickles. Uh, because Baszler and uh, Jax have to eventually lose the belts, 
I'm going to go with the brand new tag team of Undetermined. I don't know if it's exactly <laughs> From parts <laughs> unknown. <laughs> I think whoever they whoever faces them is going to win the titles. Bradford. Uh, yeah, Undetermined, but uh, they are actually from Truth and Consequences, New Mexico. Last time I heard. Ah. So, you know, right the parts unknown. You know, the border just kind of separates the two. But yeah, I'm going with Undetermined. Uh, Sean Law. Undetermined. Actually, uh, wait, Cigarettezilla. 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 <laughs> Better cut down the west in a pack a day. He might get his wind back. Facing <laughs> <laughs> Tom. Newboards. Um, well, since I've already come out saying the Riot Squad, I think he's going to win the right to the fight uh, to face them. I think the Riot Squad will win. Basically, though, bottom line, whoever it is. As everyone I think is implying, um, just drop the titles from Baszler and, and Jackson. Let them move on. Uh, the right to fight. That's a good term. I like that. They just came up <laughs> top of the dome. Good one. Good one. <laughs> I'm going to stick with uh, the Lana Redemption story, and her and Naomi will get the belt. Okay. Okay, for the United States belt, it's Riddle versus Sheamus. Sean Law, what say you? Uh, I think they may give it to Riddle. And start phasing out Sheamus into a more senior position, kind of making him like the new Kane. Larry, just the utility player. I actually, I, I said before, I think they're going to use this as a, um, you know, a punishment because of how what Riddle did live on TV. So I think Sheamus is going to win the title. Radford, Sheamus all the way. <laughs> One of the best posters ever. Uh, now, um. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we all know my feelings about Riddle. In the ring, he's great. He needs a different attire. Screw him. He doesn't deserve the title right now. Uh, Sheamus is awesome. Yes, Sheamus keeps the strap. Pickles. Uh, I'm going to just take what Larry said, except I don't think, I hope to God that he gets punished <laughs> for this. I, I think Riddle's lazy freaking attitude needs to be um, given a little bit of uh, a little attitude adjustment, but I honestly think Riddle's going to retain. If it, I, I always come up with the rule. If you lose a television match, you win the return on pay-per-view. Uh, yeah. Agreed. I kind of have that feeling that Sheamus is going to beat the hell out of Riddle, but something will happen to count out or DQ, oh, and Riddle damn. will retain. I didn't Riddle even think of shenanigans. Uh-huh. <laughs> I shenanigans. didn't even, man. Shenanigans is always an option. Got it. Okay. Right, yeah. uh, speaking of shenanigans, we'll go against. Did it happen? I don't know. Sami Zayn versus KO Pickles. Uh, Logan Paul. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Zayn. <laughs> I think Zayn needs this a ton more than Owens does, and I think Owens would be very glad to do the job for Zayn. So I'm going Sammy. Good uh, I'm going to say we all win with this one. Uh, you know, this is going to be pillar to post. Um, I'm hoping it, it's, it's incredible. And uh, I'm, I'm sticking, I'm sticking with KO all the way. All right. Um, based on what we saw on SmackDown, that little shove by KO to Logan Paul, I think through interference by Logan Paul, it'll be Sami Zayn. What I kind of was worried about is Zayn pulling out of the match and then it's KO versus Logan Paul, which I hope doesn't matter. But I think Sami Zayn with outside interference. Uh, I think Sami Zayn... um, Oh, I'm sorry, Sean Law. Sorry. 
did Sammy Zane team with Logan Paul because they both have two first names? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe like Billy they Joel. Both lose. <laughs> uh, the bathroom wins because I'm going to the bathroom then. But uh, <laughs> when I come back, I'm guessing Sammy Zayn will prove his conspiracy theory is true, and he has now risen above it to win. Okay. <laughs> For the IC Championship, Biggie. Versus Apollo Cruz in Nigerian drum fight. Hail Wakanda, uh, Sean Wall. I'm going to go with probably Big E because I think they're still figuring out Apollo Cruz's character. And Big E is somebody who everybody is just kind of really happy to see doing well. So I could see them wanting to continue that and at least, hey, Apollo, here's the big time. Now keep working and you can get here consistently. Uh, Pickles. If Apollo Crews jobs to Big E again, you might as well just put on his resume, Big E's bitch. <laughs> so if that being said, they gave Apollo the U.S. title earlier this year and he really didn't do anything with it. So it's time for him to get the IC title at the beginning of this year, and also probably do nothing with it because they don't know how to book. Okay, um, Sean Radford. Big E Langston for the win. Um, I feel that not as much as it used to be, but I still feel that they flip-flopped the Intercontinental Championship too often. And I like to see when somebody actually has a good run and can cut sick promos and makes funny little, you know, adventurous things on the outside of the ring while other matches are going on. Like when he rolled out with the couch and he was sitting there <laughs> chilling, like <laughs> watching it all unfold. That was just brilliant. And I want to see more of that. So biggie for the win. Larry. Uh, I think they're investing too much into this new gimmick for Apollo. So I'm actually going to go with Apollo Cruz uh, winning the intercontinental title. I'm just happy to see the intercontinental title at WrestleMania. Uh, I agree with you. I think they put in a lot in this. And they're going to invest in that storyline, so I'm going to give it to Apollo. And uh, later on, I'm going to bring up why uh, when we do hmm. another little segment. Um, okay, The Fiend, whether it's Bray Wyatt or Bo Dallas, we don't know really, but it's The Fiend versus Randy Orton. Larry, what say you? Uh, I think, um, uh, you know, it's weird because The Fiend, for some reason, people just keep defeating. Um... I'm going to say Randy Orton, and I think we might see, as much I hate to say this, we might see maybe the end of the Alexa Bliss fiend uh, team up. Maybe something happens where she's out of the trance or something like that. Or at least maybe okay. after the match. So uh, Randy Orton. Sean Law? My toilet loses. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what are you eating that night? <laughs> A lot of wings. <laughs> Ooh, I like wings. Um, pickles? Uh... I believe get, get it, get that flat <laughs> Get him off the show. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, honestly, there's way too much invested in the fiend, and honestly, Alexa Bliss. They still haven't done enough with this partnership yet. Fiend squash. We still got merch to move. Yeah, true. Yep. I'm uh, going to say this is going to be the biggest, most explosive theatrical match of the weekend, but I'm also going to say that Randy Orton is the winner. <laughs> well, 
I'm just really glad that you're my friend. And this is a friendship that will never, ever end. I'm sorry. So, Rabinowitz, you can stay. Ira, get, get off the show. <laughs> as long as we get more Firefly Funhouse, I'm picking The Fiend. And I don't care if it's Bray Wyatt, Bo Dallas, IRS, Microphone. Who cares? For the Raw Women's Championship, after Sean Law tells us, why Oscar will retain and then win the men's belt. Uh, we'll go to something else, but Sean Law. Oh, Oscar's going to win. Because <laughs> uh, actually, they may give it over to Rhea and give her a big push because Oscar's had it for a hot second. She's had a couple of different championships runs. They may give her like some time off or like just let her cool down or. Who knows? Because she's been great, but I don't think she's been white hot. So they may cool her down to bring her back and really do something crazy with her and let a very young rising star like Rhea catch fire, hopefully, and not be in the shadow of a more senior like person and then let it come back and let the feud reignite. Okay, Radford? Uh... Yeah, Oscar sounds like a good way to go for the win on that match. Yeah, I'll go with Oscar. <laughs> uh, for Sean Law's sake, I think Charlotte Flair is actually going to win. You <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I will kill you. <laughs> uh, uh, honestly, as uh, I think one of the biggest problems with Asuka is they just haven't given her enough competition. And that's one of the biggest issues with the Raw Women's Division. I hope Shayna can come back and actually provide some of that competition, which is why they need to lose the Women's Tag Team titles. Uh, Going with Rhea. Larry. Uh, 60-minute Broadway. No, uh, I think um, <laughs> I think Rhea, Rhea Rhea Ripley wins the title. I think maybe moves on to a, a feud with uh, Baszler. I absolutely agree. I think Rhea's going to take it because Asuka doesn't need the title. She just needs competition, and they haven't been providing it, as Steve said, uh, which is another reason why I think Nia and um, Shayna dropped the belt because they can both provide competition for Asuka or absolutely. Rhea. So uh, now we're getting to... No, I want to be very belt. clear. If Charlotte gets that title because you put that into the universe, <laughs> I will come to your house and cut you. I will cut you. Uh, Guys, please don't tell my address. Just to be clear, that was Steve who said that? <laughs> that was Siggy Zilla. <laughs> and now, for the raising, defending, you that guy. Uh, for the Universal Championship, Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel oh, Bryan. Man. Pickles, what's your pick? Okay, so story. It's the last match of the weekend. It'll probably be the last match in front of fans for at least six months. So logically, it should be Daniel Bryan. But I think storyline-wise, that makes no sense. They can obviously do a quick switch again, but I think... To cement the title reign and to really give him a big-time WrestleMania win, remember, he hasn't won really in a main event since WrestleMania 32. Roman retains. Ooh. Uh, Larry? Yeah, I've been thinking about this, and just long story short, yeah, I think really more to make people mad, uh, Roman retains. 
Sean Radford. All right. Um, so we all know my feelings about, uh, you know, entrant number one and entrant number two, Edge and Daniel Bryan. Both of them uh, I got nothing for because I absolutely love the head of the table. So I'm going with the guy in the center, <laughs> Roman Reigns, right there. Um, I love Sean, his, heel, his heel persona. I love the fact that they yep. brought back Paul Heyman to actually talk and be in charge of somebody I don't hate with every inch of my soul. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I love the fact that, uh, you know, he's this big bad guy with the strap and he's going to keep it. It's And it'll be a great match. Sean Fun's Law, good. what do you say? Um, I really Little think Roman. it's, yeah, I think it's oh, that, Roman. Roman? Because... I kept thinking that was Van Damme. Don't oh no! Really? <laughs> it's Roman. They were talking about Van Dam for the Hall of Fame, and then you just keep popping up. I saw, I thought I saw thumbs. I'm with Radford. I thought it was RVD. Yeah, no, it's, okay. it's, it's Roman. Roman. Right. Um, no, the reason I think it's Roman though is because if you did Brian or Edge and you gave them the title, it's ostensibly the same story either way. Which is had an injury, came back, won the title. You can't deprive one of it and you know give it to the other it's like one slightly more senior but also i think daniel bryan was bigger than edge kind of ever was being white hot having mainstream um uh duke known in the mainstream more than edge ever was um so with that in mind I think it's going to be Roman just because they don't want to favor one of those two that are coming back over the other. Well, it's going to be a clean sweep because as much as I love Edge, uh, the storyline seems to dictate Roman Reigns wins. Then you pit Edge versus Daniel Bryan for a series of matches. So it just sort of makes sense. So now I'm going to start off a new segment here. Um, let's see, we're going to do like a, a little bit, as Paul Heyman would say, this is a spoiler. What you think might happen, or if it's a spoiler, will happen. In my case, I think Big E does drop the IC title and then goes after Roman Reigns to take the big title later hmm. on. Who wants I to can see that. I don't, uh... I don't see that. No, I mean I can get. I get. Actually, if anything, I see Biggie losing the Intercontinental title, being mad that the New Day didn't come out to help him, and then he cost the New Day the tag titles, uh, and then really put a riff with them. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that would set up. If anything, they set up that feud for on Friday. Okay. Next, I I'll go. It's going to be a very unpopular one, especially with the guy on the bottom here. The WWE loves to go to him, and I think they only held him out because there were no fans. I think the last image you see of (laughs) WrestleMania 37 is Roman retaining and Brock Lesnar coming out and F5-ing him. (laughs) And and they kind of put this kind of build together, and that's your main SummerSlam match or your main WrestleMania 38 match. I don't want to see it. And Paul Heyman's in the middle and Brock comes back as kind of a more ass kicking face who everybody wants to see they're at. I hate to say it, but I think if there's a spoiler, that's where it is. Hmm. Sean Law? Uh, 
Afterwards, the male and female belts. No, I. So what I think may happen in terms of a spoiler is that, I reawinds Oscar goes. I think like Charlotte's gone. Uh, Becky's not there right now. I think there's kind of a void in terms of talent. They may try to elevate the current female talent and bring in some of the people out of NXT. Like I think Tony Storm could take a step up. I think there's a lot of women down there that could make the step up out of NXT and really bring some new life into the division. And I think we may see that where you're going to see a bunch of people take time off or just take a step back. And they're going to let some younger talent come in. Okay, Sean Radford. Okay, um, now just real quick, are we covering both nights for uh, spoilers or just uh, Sunday night? You Either one, whatever you want. Okay, then I'm going to say kind of, uh, you know, the idea just sparked off of what Pickles had said was what I think is going to happen is the main event on Saturday night between Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. Bobby's going to retain, but Lesnar's going to come in and punch Bobby in the face and F5 him, and then it's going to bring it down to a real feud between the two and give even the MMA fans something they wanted to see of those two behemoths really brawling it out for an act for a title. I could see that. Do you think they would have a UFC match? In uh, not, not so much. Not so much the UFC match is more of a really, really hard-hitting wrestling match. Wow. Okay, guys, um, it was said before, WrestleMania is now two days, and I don't think that's going away, even when the fans come back. It just makes sense that you can make double the money in two days that you can off of one. And now, Larry brought up, now they might be making it, oh, SmackDown will be the unofficial day three. Can you see this being a thing where WrestleMania becomes three, four days? A WrestleMania week? Well, I mean, honestly, it could start over the. It could start Friday and end with Monday Night Raw. They have four days back to back to back to back. I mean, it's it's completely possible. And then you somehow throw in that NXT pay per view at some point. You toss that on Thursday night. You got five days in a row right there. And now NXT is two days. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, um, I think they're doing the whole two day thing just to. Um... This well, last year they did a two-day mania. I think just because everything hit, you know, they just wanted to do something for the fans, and it was a great, you know, temporary, you know, forget about what's going on in the world. Then, all right, we're here now. We're here a year later. I don't know why they're still doing the two. Well, I think they're doing the two days in Raymond James to recoup money, but um, you know, Radford said it right. You know, it it is. It was Friday SmackDown, Saturday Takeover, Sunday Mania. Monday Raw, meaning Friday to Monday. I'm good with that. I've done those weekends. When you get to Monday, man, you are beat. You are tired. I mean, I don't care how big of a fan you are. You just want that show to be over at that point. Um, I'm not a fan of the two-day mania. I got it last year. I kind of get it this year. They've only advertised one days for the other two moving forward. So hopefully we'll get back to normal next year. And hopefully I'll be in Dallas next year. But um, yeah, it's... The two days I can I can do without a two day mania moving forward. Okay. I remember being at Mania thirty five, getting there to tailgate at I think it was three thirty. The last PM. PM. Okay. Last. Oh no. Yes, bro. I was there, bro. I got there before the parking lot opened. 
So I was there for a very long time. Listen, I had to actually have a little bit of time in the city. Like, I met up with my, uh, my, but most importantly, I got home. I actually had to stay in a hotel in the city that night because I was going to work in the city the next morning. I got home because of all the train screw ups in yeah. uh, Jersey that year at 3 a.m. Anything to consolidate, at least in the <laughs> WWE's definition of consolidating the two nights and to kind of also get everybody on the card without making anything really, really quick. It can showcase more people. I kind of like the two nights as a fan. Of course. Yes. You're going to get burned out. There are four nights of pay-per-view action and I want to see all four of them because even the takeover stand and deliver cards look amazing. Mm. But I think going forward, I think we're going to at least see this again next year. And I think the only reason they haven't advertised it yet is they haven't thought of it yet. And they need to find a way to actually, you know, talk to Dallas to get this going on two nights. Uh, but I'm okay with it going forward. Okay. Anybody else? I was going to say. Two seconds. Uh, go, Larry. Sorry. I, no, I was just going to say, I think the other reason why they're doing a lot of multi-nights, you know, with Stand and Deliver, with WrestleMania, I think also is just a, a, a Peacock advertisement. Hey, look, we're on Peacock. We're on Peacock. Watch nine days in a row. All right, now you're going to remember we're on Peacock. And even for those who aren't WWE fans, they'll see the advertisements on Peacock. It's fun to say, Peacock. So, um, <laughs> you know, I think it's more of an advertisement with that. Um, I just... And the other reason why I see a two-night mania for this one is because over the two nights, if you do 25,000 people, that's 50,000 seats technically sold. Even though it's not a full house, it's still something better. Whereas I don't see them selling out AT&T Stadium two nights in a row. Even if it's... Because I don't think you're going to get all of those same people for two nights. But again, that's a conversation we have for a totally, totally separate podcast episode. Sean Law. Was it 2018 or 2019 that Ring of Honor, and there's a point to this, Ring of Honor did, and New Japan did the MSG show. That was 2019. 2019. So I lost my job right before that WrestleMania week. And I got to watch not just Mania, but all of the different wrestling mania week was already a week. They would take over the whole city mm-hmm. and you, if you wanted to, I watched 24 seven wrestling between all of the independent companies running okay. shows in whatever city they mm-hmm. were following. It, like prior to 2020, that was every year. Like, that's the thing is you could just, like that week, if you took it off, you could just sit there and watch wrestling all week. I think it's a they're trying to deny New Japan and Ring of Honor and a lot of the other companies that prime weekend spot. Because if they left it, if they left Saturday open or left it to NXT, man, would New Japan love to and Ring of Honor love to sweep in and also take an arena and also put on a banger show because that's what they used to do. So I but, think by setting in the culture of, hey, we're taking over the whole week and weekend, they're trying to deny all those indies and all those competitors. But also, if you notice, a lot of the companies don't compete with WrestleMania. There is an impact special WrestleMania Saturday, but it's at 3 p.m. It's hardcore justice. Yeah. They purposely did it 3 p.m. knowing not everyone because people more people are going to buy mania than they're going to buy impact plus or on fight so i think a lot of that goes into the culture of what mania brings to the city but again but prior to everything just being streaming 
Ring of Honor and New Japan ran opposite same time of TakeOver in two different arenas. One True. had MSG. The other had the Barkley Center, if I remember correctly. You are. So I think it's them trying to deny competitors access I got to whatever city they're in and I got the main spotlights. Okay. Well, even though the pandemic continues, wrestling lives on. Uh, this has been our report for two days of WrestleMania. Whether we're right or wrong, we hope we entertained you. Oh, yeah. We gave you a few things to think about. Now, before we say goodbye, everybody gets a chance to plug their projects. Yay! Uh, I started doing a thing called the Impossible Court. Uh, you can find it uh, on Stitcher and uh, wherever streaming uh, your podcast is. Um, that's a thing we started doing. A couple of people here have been a part of it. Larry and Ira, thank you guys. Um, that's all I'm really doing right now. I'm working on a bunch of other stuff, but that's the only thing you can really see right now. Okay. Pickles. And that's why you can plug so many things with different names. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, obviously, uh, I, since 1924, have been doing a podcast called All the Sports Lines. <laughs> so you can see that every week. Just tune into my Facebook page. If you like me enough on Facebook, I can show you exactly where it is. <laughs> but most importantly, for the first of three times, you're going to hear about Circling the Train. It's an awesome podcast. It has many funny people and myself talking over other people at times. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, it's on every Wednesday night, sometime around 7 o'clock from the Grindhouse Studios. And uh, we just have a lot of fun talking basically about nothing for a good hour, hour, 15 minutes. Enjoy that. <clears throat> Let's keep the ball rolling, Mr. Sean Radford. Uh, yes, um, I will also be promoting the Circling the Drain podcast, which I am a part of. It's on Wednesday nights, as Pickles just said. The comedy show about nothing. Uh, we're on YouTube at Circling the Drain podcast. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. No, we're not on Twitter just yet because my dumbass doesn't know how to do things. Anywho, um, yeah, we're all over the place. All you got to do is throw up Circling the Drain podcast and you're guaranteed to find something. And that's every Wednesday at 7 on Facebook Live through the Drain, the Circling the Drain Facebook group page. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got for the moment. And now for the king of podcasts, Mr. Larry Morgan. <laughs> uh, I listen to Circling the Drain podcast every Wednesday hey! at 7 o'clock. I expect royalties in the mail. Uh, you I'll can... be on Circling the Drain yes, podcast. I will be. Yes. Actually, yes, yes. this week I'll be on. Uh, reason I'll tell you in one second. Uh, please definitely listen to a couple of my podcasts, uh, the Retro Gamers podcast every Tuesday and the Better Half podcast every other Wednesday. Those are the two that are currently consistently running. Um, what I'd like to mention also, and one of the reasons why I'll be on Circling the Drain uh, on April 7th is because I'll be doing once again my live WrestleMania watch along on my personal Facebook page, which is open to the public. More 365, M-O-H-R 365. And uh, it's just going to be me watching WrestleMania, hopefully with everyone, kind of just joining the chat and everyone just having a good time. You know, we got one more WrestleMania to go before we can really all get together and watch it as a group. So let's do the watch along one more time. So I hope to see everyone in the chat. Again, that's Facebook uh, at More 365, M-O-H-R 365. Okay, since circling the drain has been plugged one, two, three times already, um, 
Well, leave it alone. You can find it where popular podcasts are streamed. So you can get that. More important, The Ring Crew. We have a lot of fun doing this, and we hope you enjoy it. So download this. It's going to be on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify and everywhere where you can find a podcast, including Facebook, where you can stream the video. Um, until, I guess, SummerSlam? Probably. Maybe the ring crew? Yeah. Possibly. Maybe, maybe, and, even, maybe even a WrestleMania wrap-up afterwards. Maybe oh, a couple maybe. weeks down the line we'll talk about maybe. all the we'll see. Right or wrong. Who knows? We'll figure it out. Maybe it'll okay, be the so, greatest wrestling match ever that we could talk about. Maybe <laughs> another okay. one. Oh boy! <laughs> so let's put it this way: to make it correct, until next time, we are the Ring Crew, and we're out. Play me my music, man. See you later, my friend. I have no music for you. So you didn't tell me I was doing it again, Night All. Good night, all. Good night. Uh...